0: Love, Talk Radio. We'll sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time as Deborah Hardnett, CEO of Deborah Hardnett International and founder of The Professional Black Woman, showcase the triumphant journeys of these powerful sisters. You will be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347 838 9278. Today's broadcast is brought to you by www.wealthysisters.com where the show can be heard 24 hours a day. And now your host, Deborah Hardness. Well, hello and welcome
1: to Wealthy Sisters sponsored by the professional black woman. You can visit us at www.thepbw.com. Wealthy Sisters is where we celebrate the lives of six and seven-figure earning women of color, and our purpose is twofold. First, we want to inspire and encourage you, the listener, and second, we love to edify, promote, acknowledge, and just say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live from our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. on the Blog Talk Worldwide Network, and today is Monday, September 27, 2010, and please, I want you to know, I want you to be excited. I really hope you are as excited about your future as I am because it is truly bright. You know, we are here every week at the same time that's Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so go and spread the word. Before we go any further, we know you, all of you guys who have been listening uh, since the beginning of the year, we have started our motto, and we have stuck to it. We are declaring it. So the motto for 2010, I need everybody to say it with me. Here's to 2010, the best year ever. That's right. Now, if this is your first time hearing it, let's say it again. Say it like you mean it, just with passion, just knowing it. Just say it over with me again. Here is to 2010, the best year ever. That's right. We're wearing it out. We're standing firm on it, and we all are agreeing together. This is truly the best year ever in our life. Now, I just want to know, if you've noticed there are a lot of women's businesses on the rise today, you know. There, there are all types of uh, reports that are out there. The Women Business Council, they report that so many millions and billions of dollars that are being generated in revenues by women business owners. As a matter of fact, there was an article on About.com by Laura Wolf, and she said for every three businesses, excuse me, for every five businesses that were started uh, between the year of 2006 and 2009, three out of five were started by African-American women. That is an awesome number there as well. Also, it's great to know that in 2008, women accounted for more than 51% of the United States population and nearly 47% of the American a labor workforce. These rates are expected to be similar for two thousand eight. But when you think about the the firms and the amount of money that's being generated, the number of women owned businesses continues to grow, as does the employment and revenues of their enterprise. In addition, women owned firms are diversifying in terms of race and industry. Women of color now own more like I said, all of these businesses that are out here So many I could read on and on, but this is what I wanted to get to. As of 2008, there was an estimated 1.9 million privately held firms that were majority owned by women of color. Making up more than a quarter, that's 26.5% of all majority women owned businesses. These firms employed nearly 1.2 million people, listen to this now, and generated more than $165 billion in revenue. See, our special guest today, she is one who is the editor of chief in of uh, Sheepreneur magazine. She's also the founder and she is the one that's chasing down the facts, getting us all the details, and she's leading the charge on this quest for this information. We have so much that we want to discuss today. Some great topics like what is a sheep uh, Is there a difference between women-owned businesses and men? And are there any special considerations that women business owners need to be aware of? All of that we're going to talk about today with our special guest, Miss Christy Johnson. So you know what I need for you to do right now. I need for you to go, call everyone, tell them to dial 347-838-9278, tweet them. And also, we know right now we're having technical difficulties with the chat room. We haven't been able to get it open. Not certain if we'll get it open before the end of the show. We'll definitely do our best. Don't want to knock our computer out (laughs) for uh, trying to do that because we want to keep the show going. But please be aware that we know that the chat room is, for some reason, we're not able to get it open today. But all is well. We have Ms. Johnson on the phone and Speaking of Ms. Johnson, she is the founder, as I said, and editor in chief of Shepreneur Magazine, which is a national print publication for women entrepreneurs. Christy Johnson is an applauded, widely acclaimed entrepreneur, educator, community activist, inspirational speaker, and sales expert. Christy Johnson's high energy personality has positively impacted countless of lives that encourages people, particularly women, to move from their comfort zones, die, or dreaming states to actively pursuing, keyword, actively pursuing their ambitions for personal success and creating financial independence through entrepreneurship. Christy's message has been featured on television, radio, and print media. Supporting women in business is nothing new to Christy. Since the age 16, she has acquired entrepreneurship skills. Her success has afforded her the opportunity to be trained and recognized by some of the most talented, worldwide renowned, and, and and increased uh as they call it, activists, and business gurus, which include Anthony Robbins, Dr. Miles Monroe, Bob Harrison, Zig Ziglar, Les Brown, Donald Trump, to name a few. That's right. We saw that picture on Donald Trump as well. And we are so proud to say that Ms. Johnson and the Shepreneur magazine is one of our proud media sponsors for the Winter Summit Conference and Expo. So what we need, once again, we're going to take a short break, call everybody, tweet them, tell them to dial in. You can mark us as your favorite. You can follow us on Twitter, on the Wealthy Sisters. You can find us on Facebook, on the Deborah Hartnett as well, and Twitter. We are here and ready to help you with your success. And when we come right back after this short break, we're going to hear from none other than the dynamic, Miss Christy Johnson herself. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: This segment is sponsored by WillDrake.com. That's com. The hot new suspense novel, Bad and Worse, A Tale of Men, published by Thermal Coast publishing Sometimes the only way to stop a killer is to love him. Available in stores November 2009. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, the Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T H E. B-A-T-I-E group.com or call the baby group at 877-264-7699 Yes, we are live back on Wealthy Christmas
1: another
2: fabulous Monday Magnificent Monday Motivated
3: Hi, Deborah. How are you?
1: All right. We're gonna need you to speak up a little louder for us. If you're on your speakerphone, pick up that handset and uh, just speak in there, because we don't want anybody to miss what you're saying.
3: Oh my. All right. Well, let's do it.
1: All right. If you could bring that volume up just a
3: little bit louder. How's that?
1: That's a little better. Thanks so much. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm great. How are you, Deborah? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. We are so excited to have you here on our show today. Uh, the lines are packed. I know if our chat room was open right now, we would have everybody chatting about the Sheepreneur Editor-in-Chief here today. So welcome to Wealthy Sisters. No, oh, well, thank you for the invite. It's my pleasure to be here. Yes, yes. So well I tell you what, I, I gotta tell you, uh this past weekend we had the opportunity to have some fellowship. We have daughters of uh, the same age and uh we we're right around the same age and you had a lovely gathering for her at the David Buster's there. I wanna say thank you for inviting my little Zoe. We had such a great time and it was just <laughs> a pleasure spending time, you know, downtime there with you and your family.
3: Oh, absolutely! Zoe was a pleasure. She's a she's really funny. <laughs> she is.
1: Well, with, you know her name, and and as everybody knows. I always say everything is in a name. I believe it wholeheartedly, and her name means life, so you can tell she's full of it, huh? <laughs> yeah, you
3: know, I was going to ask you that. What does her name mean? But she is uh, living up to every letter in <laughs> her name.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Exactly, exactly. Well, you know, I know for you, you know, it's it's a blessing to be able to be an entrepreneur so that you can Set aside times uh, to spend quality time with your children and your family. I know that is so important to you. Tell me, was shepreneur your first entrepreneur endeavor? Give us a little bit more about your background as it relates to you know, where you were uh, reared and any other businesses that you might have owned.
3: Well. As you stated in uh, the bio that you've read so eloquently, I must add, (laughs) that (laughs) I have been um, an entrepreneur since I was 16. So if we do the math, I'm not going to exactly tell how old I am, but it's 20-plus years um, that Uh I can say that I have been on my own um, in working in the area of business. And I didn't always have a vision, if you will, to start a magazine for women. And I wish that there was something when I was um, going along through trial and error that was there, such as a she um, that could be able to give me the guidance and the mentorship that I personally needed. So a lot of what the readers are getting are things that myself and other successful women have already learned through trial and error, and we're trying to set up the next um, generation of business owners and even those who are just starting, you know, business in their latter years, some of the fundamentals of what it takes to have a successful business. I mean, I started from... Um, having doing hair in my kitchen to babysitting to passing out flyers to other business owners, there's always been something that has been burning in me because I don't like being told what to do. So I had Uh to find something that was going to allow me to generate income for myself.
1: Right, and that's right, where a right. lot
3: of those ideas came from. And my mother, she raised me by herself, and she worked for the government for 25-plus 20, uh, years. And I saw her working for, quote, unquote, the man, if you will, you know, not really being satisfied or content with her her hours and working around the clock. And it just kind of made me say, I don't want to do that. You know, when i right. grow up, I'm going to pave my own way so I can make my own hours and I can be on my own time frame so that I can be there for my children in the event that they're sick or I want to take a vacation. That whole accountability factor was an issue for me. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know that is so important that you mention that, and we we talk about that often on the show because I realized for myself how important it was for me to identify that. I am an entrepreneur, and to be proud of that because it is is—it is something that is a lot of times it's against the norm. We know that there are businesses out there, but, of course, there are more employees. Let's face it. You have to have more employees we than have you would to have, have businesses. We have right. to have them. And, <laughs> right. Go ahead. I'm go sorry. Ahead. <laughs> Uh uh-uh. No, no, no. Uh, we're, we're passionate about it. We're passionate about yeah, it, and absolutely. that's, that's we
3: can't great. Can you tell us like both of our tongues are rattling at the same time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we have you know, to have it, employees. We have to, in uh-huh. order for any business to grow successfully, we have to be able to um, give opportunity to other people. Because the truth of the matter is, Deborah, We are capable in so many different fashions, but we cannot do everything. And there are some people that just do not want that leadership role, and they are okay with being, you know – employees to someone else to really allow their skill set to shine in a different capacity. There can only be one leader, you know, one vision in a corporation. When you have other different things going on, that's where the conflict comes into play. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with having employees, but for those who truly understand that they – they are the person that's going to be forging their career for their families and so on and so forth. they have a different vision than the other person they have
1: well, you know, and what I was going to say is is you you're exactly right, and a lot of times we because they're uh, the way our society is driven is is driven more to think uh, as an employee than it is of an entrepreneur so a lot of times we can feel out of place. If we, if we really don't identify that, and I used to in the beginning, you know, at some point I would sometimes feel subconscious because I have done, I've owned several businesses, and I used to say, tried several things. No, I've owned several businesses, and the only way to be able to be where I am today is, is for me to have had those experiences. And when you have conversations with family or friends, a lot of times it's like, well, what you into now? I always Tease and say my family never called me by my name. They just, girl, what you doing now? What you got going on? <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's because so I always like to bring that point out to to entrepreneurs now who are budding entrepreneurs who maybe who are realizing that, wow, this is my personality trait. There's nothing wrong with me. I just gotta learn how to navigate um, you know, through these waters and, and find the purpose and the business that I'm supposed to have at this time. So I think it's it's great that you, you're sharing that as well. And uh, I also love the fact that you, 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 you're talking about the passion that you had for having a platform and a tool and a resource for women business owners that, quite frankly, we've both been in business over 20 years now. This was not around for us.
3: Absolutely, and you know i 'll give you a little um, snidget as to how Sheprenur actually started. Um, you know, I um, own my own real estate company here in the state of Maryland, and when the market started to shift, there were so many different people. Females specifically that were coming to me asking me for advice as to um, how I was maintaining my business without um, feeling any of the um, turmoil, if you will, from the economy. And I just mm-hmm. got so tired of repeating myself and giving the same advice over and over again. And so many people said, will you mentor me? Will you coach me? Well, it's never really been my desire to be a coach or a personal, you know, a trainer or anything of that nature. So I said, you know what, I'm going to put all of this information into a book. And when I started doing my research, I realized that there were plenty of books that were catering towards women and starting business and how to be a millionaire and all of these other books, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I said, I want something um, for women that's going to be fresh, that's going to be innovative, and that's going to be ongoing. And that's where Mm -hmm. the magazine came about. And then I realized, that there were no other publications that were out there on a national level, on the quality level, that Shepreneur brings to the table. And so we pretty much filled a need and a void um, that wasn't there. And it's been uh, well-received throughout the United States.
1: Yes, I mean, most definitely. Anytime you have a product like what you have and you bring in the quality, uh, it is true that it would be well-received. And even even for a heat renewer as well, because I can't say for from our perspective, um, a business magazine that's out there, you know, everybody – I won't name any names, but everyone always names a particular magazine that's in our culture that is is talked about, you know, for business. But most of the articles really it's relate to yeah. – <laughs> Yeah, it's melting. To, and it relates to VPs of corporations, not yeah. business owners. I mean, they right. have that list that they put out annually like Forbes does, but it's, it's really, if you if you read it, it, it it doesn't really focus or have that business focus. So even when they're the seminars that are done, that's why we're doing the Winter Summit Conference and Expo. It's different. I mean, there are brand names that are recognized today, but ours will be recognized even more with the years to come because we do specifically focus on business uh, issues. And uh, so it's, it's really important that you're out there. And, we, you know, we just want to thank you for for laying the foundation. Matter of fact, I remember when I first moved to the Maryland, D.C. area, and we met, I remember us talking, and then maybe shortly after there you shared with me that you were going to start the magazine. When,
3: how long have, have you had it now? It's um, wow, it started in two thousand and seven, mm-hmm. and the first print issue um went out in January of o nine it seems mm-hmm. just like yesterday, but then it seems like forever, so <laughs> yeah, the first print <laughs> issue um came out January of last year, and um it's just been really, really well, I mean. Like I said, a lot of the information that is covered um, in Shepreneur, it's bite-sized. So, you know, for someone that's just starting out, um, the information is researched and discovered and written in a way that people can – Read it and understand it without having to turn to a dictionary or skipping mm-hmm. over the page because they feel like the information is way over their head. Um, mm-hmm. And so we, we talked to women like Kamora Lee Simmons, we talked to Serena Williams, um, uh, Kim Kiyosaki, who's the wife of uh, Robbie Kiyosaki, who wrote the book Rich Dad Poor Dad. And mm-hmm. she the information that she shares along with the other women is just so valuable. You know, you cannot put a dollar um, amount on the information that is there. And we're in an information um, stage where everything is Google, everything is Yahoo, where we're going to the Internet and we're looking for information. But the specific details coming from the exact source, not a third-party interpreting um, how to get to $1 million status or even six figures or whatever that goal is, it's right there in the magazine. And one of the things that I really appreciate is that the women that we select are very transparent in the information that they give. Um, because mm-hmm. you know how, Deborah, you, you may talk to someone and they may give you some information just on the surface. Um, mm-hmm. Over here at the Shepreneur Family, we dig deep because we don't want to know just for our own good. We want to know for the people that are going to be reading, the people that we're going to be coming across because we have to help each other and we have to let our guards down to say that Mm -hmm. the information that I have is not just for me, but it's for everyone around me. You know, I discovered Mm -hmm. that, The average woman entrepreneur, not employee, but entrepreneur, makes $50,000 a year. And if you're you're D.C. metropolitan area, that's not a lot of money. I don't know, honestly, where you live in 2010, $50,000 a year is not a lot of money. And to be Mm -hmm. able to – let me back up to say that every business is not going to be a – six-figure or seven-figure or eight-figure type of business. Everyone has different goals and dreams for their business as to what they wanted to do, and everyone starts businesses for different reasons. Um, some may just want an extra 500 to $5,000 a month to pay for their children's college. It may not be a long-term thing where they want to pass it on to their children and their children's children. Everyone starts businesses for different reasons. But when I learned that the average woman makes $50,000 a year, that kind of got me on a different uh, mission to really mm. get the information out there so that women, they can remove the limits off of themselves and make however much they want to make based on their effort. Because that's all I right. it boils boil down to, the effort and the education.
1: Right. You, you are so right about that, the effort. Take action. Um, I know I put a quote on my Facebook page uh, on yesterday, and uh, I, I, I just simply said, you know, this is – you know how we 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 we're thinking and we're speaking to ourselves, really. You know how long do you stay in the fight? I mean, you stay in the fight until you win. You might have to go throw a left hook. You might have to go throw a right one. You go to. You, Bruise and, and all of that but never give up because the victory is yours and you know I had some great feedback from it and one person was like yeah also bring a lunch and watch God fight your battle <laughs> you know for oh, you wow. and yes we hear the song you know we've heard that song yes he 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 has it all he, whatever we believe it, you know universe whatever your source is yes but at the same time it always says we gotta take action <laughs> we gotta throw the punches we have to be in the trenches, not sitting back, waiting, and uh, on something to happen. Action is so important. I, I, I love that that you you mentioned that as well and just because to a lot of times we miss that. that.
3: Yeah. Just to piggyback on that, I was watching something with Steve Harvey, Ed um, Gordon had interviewed him, and what oh, yes. he was saying was yes. so profound of how he mm-hmm. was going around. He was still working his nine-to-five, but he was still hustling. You know, he mm-hmm. was going to different comedy shows. He was getting 50 mm-hmm. to $75, you know, a night doing, you know, mm-hmm. different acts and he was washing up in the bathroom of a Ritz-Carlton hotel, and he Mm. just started crying. It's like, I cannot do this anymore. I can't do it. Mm. It was humiliating. He was to the point where he was getting ready to break, and Mm. so many people were coming in and out of the bathroom as he was washing up. He had his washcloth in the bathroom with the door shut, running back and forth to rinse off. And when people were coming in, he just decided to lay low, check his voicemail, and someone from the Apollo had called him to say, I saw your audition tape. I need you to be here on Saturday. Meanwhile, he only had $12 to his name. The next Mm -hmm. message was from someone else that was local to say that I have a gig for you. We're paying $150. Can you be here? Well, back Mm -hmm. then – Airfare was sixty nine dollars to get from Florida, which is where he was, to New York. Got made away, and the mm-hmm. moral of the story is: just right when you feel like you want to give up or things aren't going the way that you should, hang in there, mm-hmm. stay in the fight. Mm-hmm. Your good works mm-hmm. will eventually turn out mm-hmm. to. It's, it's just so many different stories, like Steve Harvey's, like Oprah's, like all the people that we see today, we look mm-hmm. at them as if they just appeared. They didn't just appear. You know, mm-hmm. their hard work got them there. It didn't happen overnight either. So we also mm-hmm. have to be mindful of that, that we can't just stop when we feel like the fight is getting too hard. You know, right, for me, right. Um You know, some people, they look from the outside and think that it's all well and dandy. And I have my moments, Deborah, where I am tired, I'm frustrated, you know, where heels aren't closing or whatever the case may be. But when I look at my children and I look at um, what they deserve in life, something inside of me just ignites where yes. I, don't, I can't sleep, I can't take a break, I can't, I have to keep going for my children's sake. One, yes. they didn't actually yes. to be here, and two, I am going to provide them the lifestyle that they deserve according to yes. my law and according to the law, if you know what I mean. That's right. So I use yes. my kids as inspiration to say that I am going to make uh, their lives better than my life was you know, than my life was. Not that my life was bad. My mother did the best that she knew how with what she had. But That's right. When you read stories in the Bible or you read stories of other people or when you watch these celebrity stories and you get stuck to the tape you know, to the television, it's because you want that. It's something inside of you that says, I deserve that lifestyle, the ooh and the ah. Why can't you have it? Well you can That's right.
2: You can. We
3: all can.
1: That's right. That's right, girl. You're going to make me reach through the phone and slap you.
3: (laughs) Yes, ma'am,
1: you're telling the truth. (laughs) Telling the truth for sure, you know, that poverty of uh, mindset is something that we definitely have to eliminate. It is nothing wrong with wanting the absolute best. It is nothing wrong with that. And, And it's so true. You know, we have to be mindful, like you said, what circles we're in what kind of conversation we're having, and and just to remember to remember to stay in that fight. I tell you, we have awesome, awesome, awesome guests on the line today, none other than Miss Christy Johnson. She is the editor-in-chief and founder of Shepreneur Magazine. We're so excited to have her on the line. We're going to take a short break, come back, and I want to just talk to you a little bit more about you know, what you might think, business women, some of the big, biggest obstacles in my face today, and then we want to learn more about some of those dynamic individuals that you've interviewed. And if you have any questions, you'd like to call in and ask, Uh, Ms. Christy Johnson, a question? If you're in the chat room, please send it to us. You can dial 347-838-9278. Again, it's 347-838-9278. And press 1 so that we know that you have a question. We'll be right back after this short break.
0: Do you find yourself overwhelmed in paperwork? Are you struggling with administrative tasks preventing you from doing what you really love? Then consider hiring a virtual assistant. Call M. Alexander and Associates, Incorporated, toll-free at 1-877-894-0564 or join them on the web at www.iwillassistyou.net. <laughs>
4: Did you know the IRS will currently reimburse you 55 cents for every business mile you drive? Stop struggling with mileage logs and start turning your vehicle mileage into cash. TrackLog is the first comprehensive automatic mileage recording solution. Turn this small device on, easily track your mileage, and keep more of your money in your pocket. Purchase your TrackLog today at T-R-A-K-L-O-G-G.com. That's T-R-A-K-L-O-G-G.com. Would you like to reach quality professionals, expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis, advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group? Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803, or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand
2: today. Hello and welcome back. We are live on the Wealthy Sisters. Our very special guest today is Ms. Christy Johnson. She's the editor-in-chief and founder of Entrepreneur Magazine. You can find that on our website at www.
1: She's doing an awesome job in sharing so many stories with us. Ms. Christy, what we want to talk about now is what do you think uh, today, 2010, what, what did we say today, uh, September the 27th, what are some of the largest or biggest obstacles or greatest obstacles that you see women business owners facing today? You know what? Hands
3: down, Deborah, is going to be fear. Um, even mm-hmm. as say women that again. How we
1: Say that again. Fear
3: with a capital F fear. <laughs> now you didn't say yeah. anything
1: external. You didn't say the economy, you didn't say being a woman, you didn't say anything about loans. You said fear.
3: It is fear. And I'm going to tell you why is because as a woman community we are large in number, we are loud um, we are we rank rank in numbers when it comes to consumer profits and things of that nature um, and also when it comes to starting a business in the United States, um, every eleven minutes someone is starting a business, and every five minutes, a woman is starting a business to that mm-hmm. end we we can allow the media to sink in and say that, you know, the economy is doing this and the economy is doing that. But at the end of the day, your activity will breed your results. So if you're not doing anything, then that's why you're not being profitable in your business. And what we found in talking to numerous women around the country is that fear is the biggest obstacle that women face. I mean, when it comes to making a cold call, when it comes to following up on an email, when it comes to getting your name out there in the media We allow internal emotions to paralyze us so that we're not moving forward to the things that we know we ought to do. And in my opinion also, Deborah, there is a lot of information that's out there. It's not too much that we don't know today. It's just a matter of doing it and applying it. Uh, If you're Mm -hmm. looking to lose weight, no one has to give you an instruction book as to how to lose weight. You simply know what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. If you're looking Mm -hmm. to grow your business, you start with baby steps by making a task of things that it is that you know that you need to do. And I'm really Mm -hmm. big on cold calling. Um, I I, I hate cold calling, but you have to do it. And there's Mm -hmm. this thing of reluctance. Um, cold calling—it's like you, you get in front of your phone, you get in front of your desk, and you know you need to make ten calls or twenty calls or a hundred calls, whatever that number may be. That's and then right. you think of everything else game. that you need to do. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, mm-hmm. did I did I change the load in the laundry? Did I turn the light <laughs> off in the kitchen? You start thinking of all of these things that you didn't do when it's time to start making your calls. And you right. know, if you're not selling every day, then you're losing, and it's no mean really in being in business if you're afraid to sell the other thing is is that you have to be passionate about what it is that you are presenting if you are passionate enough you don't even have to sell because people are going to feel your energy and they're just going to want to buy it how many times Mm -hmm. have Um, And you could probably, you know, you have some experiences where you weren't even selling anything, no products, no services. But because you were so passionate about it, people were asking you, where can I get it? Where can I find out? Where Mm -hmm. can I? Mm -hmm. Because of the Mm -hmm. energy that it just exudes from you. So you have to wear that happy face even when you're not happy. You have to dress how you ought to dress because people identify with success. Regardless of if we agree with it or not And I I used to teach a class That was called Dress how you uh, dress how you want to feel, not how you feel, meaning if mm. you get dressed in the morning and you put on sweat sweatpants and a T-shirt, you're going to feel bummy all day. However, right as I say, suited and booted, if you have on your suit, you, you know, you're accessorized with your, um, your makeup, your jewelry, you're going to feel successful. You're going to feel like you can conquer the world just by what you have on. It does make a difference. It
1: does. So I would say that fear,
3: when we can really learn how to overcome the fear and be real, look in the mirror and say, what am I afraid of? If you're looking at your surroundings, you have to honestly, too, get mad. If you don't like where you're living, if you don't like where you're driving, you have to get mad. I don't care if you fuss, if you cuss. You have to get mad at yourself to say, what am I doing? Why am I Mm -hmm. doing this? And come Mm -hmm. up with a plan and strategy that no one can create but you. I can tell you, okay, at 9 o'clock you're going to do this, at 10 o'clock you're going to do this. No, that's not going to work. You have to commit to what you know that you have to do that you've been putting off and just do it, and you will see how your business will start to grow instantly.
1: Oh, that, those are some powerful words that you shared, you know, that it's it's all internal. First of all, we are acknowledging that we are responsible for our own success. We've been given um, all of the tools. And I love what some, someone shared with me on Sunday because, yes, we all need motivation. We all need to be inspired. We are human. Absolutely. We are human. And she shared a a uh, lesson that she was listening to, I think it was Joel Osteen, and and said, you know, sometimes you can feel like it's such a desert and so dry. Like you said, there's nothing happening. It's like you can hear crickets mm-hmm. <laughs> between mm-hmm. <wheels. laughs> Yeah. Y'all don't know what we're talking about out there, right? <laughs> you can hear crickets, and you know, they said, what what is going on? And it's like he said, you know, you just like you're taking a test. When you're ready to take that test, the teacher has already prepared you. It's quiet. They're at the front of the room. They're reading the paper. They're eating an apple. They're reading a magazine, whatever. They're doing something else because they've already prepared you. It's already up to you now. You have everything you need to produce, you know. And so I I just love the fact that you, you put that responsibility back on us. And you That's know, awesome. another
3: point of responsibility is we get these ideas, and they're great to us, but we really mm-hmm. don't flush them out to the point where it makes sense to other people. Um, mm-hmm. Even though women are starting businesses, which I truly applaud, the failure rate would be much Lower If we actually Mm -hmm. took the time to plan and strategize, not just in the Mm -hmm. women community, but as business owners in general, we just get Mm -hmm. these ideas and we start them without really flushing them through. Now, I will Mm -hmm. say and admit that I did not always believe in business plans because I didn't think that a business plan would identify what it was that I needed to do. Today, I 110% say that you must have a business plan to know Mm -hmm. where you're going and to look at your competitors, um, to Mm -hmm. see what your competitors are doing, what edge you're going to bring to the table, and how you're going to position yourself in terms of marketing. Uh, There are just so many other concepts, different concepts that we must weigh before we actually go out and just start doing uh spending money and then for a first time business owner, if they invest a great ordeal of money and they fail, they're gonna think that it doesn't work. But really because of the lack of planning.
1: Right. You, you're you right. Preparation, you know, is, is key. And the strategizing is key as well. Um, there are a lot of businesses that we can't just start without thinking, without planning, without uh, using the market research and, like you said, writing those business plans. They really do help us uh with with increasing our bottom line and understanding you know what our clear purpose is and to keep us on track and to let us know when we're off track as well it's really important um to to get that business plan and like you you know I've started several businesses and I didn't have one but now I am a a proponent I support it and that's why we we help uh, women business owners within the professional black woman with the business- can, plans as well because it's it's truly important it really is and really is
3: businesses businesses typically start small um, most mm-hmm. businesses start small and in their home, and so the first goal is just to start and i'm I'm for that, but understanding mm-hmm. that there are different levels to success, and the larger you get and the broader you get. When you start to talk to a banker or an investor, um, venture capitalist or an an angel investor, they're going to want to see something on paper, not just this great Mm -hmm. idea that you can rumble Mm -hmm. off. When you get Mm -hmm. to different stages and you're in different boardrooms and the stake is much higher – you're going to really have to prove yourself. And this is not just based on how you look or how you present yourself. They want to see facts because most business people, they make decisions based on facts, based on theory, Mm -hmm. not based on opinions. So it's really important (laughs) for people to say, you know, like, Mm -hmm. here's my business plan. Look it over. Let's set up a date where we can talk. Because we cannot fund our businesses by ourselves up until a certain point. We have to start bringing in other people.
1: Right, right. Especially, you know, like you said, that depends on what level uh we want to be at, where we want to take our business. I, I had this conversation yesterday with a young lady. Um and as far as the mindset that we have to have when we own our businesses. Um her her mindset was at at a point where she was thinking, Okay, I don't you know, I don't really like the way this looks, these fundraising she had a, a, a non profit and, you know, thinking of doing an elaborate fundraiser was just out of the out of the idea. But at the same time, she's having to fund everything on her own, and I'm like, you can't move forward like that. You have to run your nonprofit for a profit. Yeah, nonprofit absolutely. means it's supposed to make a profit, and you don't pay taxes on it. <laughs> That's what that means. Right. Not not make a profit, so mm-hmm. uh, because your mission can't be supported right. if you if you're not bringing in the revenue. Right.
3: And you know that comes from that independent attitude. You're going to do it for yourself. You want full control. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. you can have investors that come on board um, where Mm -hmm. you still keep a a lot of control and a lot of um, the profits, too. I mean, you're going to have to give something away. Um, if mm-hmm. you're looking into really growing to the level in which your vision speaks to you, um, there mm-hmm. was this big controversy that um, we had on our Facebook page, where after my conversation with um, uh, a well a well known uh, business owner, she said that um, women who don't take who use their own money in their business businesses are lazy, and so I reposted that because our conversation was really interesting, and the word lazy got such a negative response where the whole concept was overlooked, and that is just simply saying that to have investors for your business is not for everybody. We all know that. But if you're Mm -hmm. at the point where you need investors, you need sponsors, you need other people's money to grow your business, and you're not actively going after that, it's just purely laziness. If you know Mm -hmm. what you need, put your finger on that cash register and just change your whole destiny, and you're not doing it because of laziness, well, then that's on you. You You can't blame the economy. You can't blame anyone else. It's really on you. And when it comes to it at the end of the day, Deborah. I am so tired of trying to be politically correct and giving all the right answers when it comes to growing your business. If you want to grow, you have to get your head in the game, and you have to be so serious about your business that you're willing to even also leave some people behind. I've had to cut relationships, male and female, to say, you know what? You are not for me. You're not going Mm -hmm. to elevate me to the next level. And we we Mm -hmm. can't be so afraid or so attached and so emotionally drawn to a person Mm -hmm. where we think that we have to have them in our space. Mhm.
1: hmm hmm mm-hmm. Oh wow, you you are saying a mouthful there. You know, uh, it is it is truly important, and 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 to be politically correct. A lot of times, I know I, I tell people up front. I know. Look, it's getting ready to come out. It's I can feel it, <laughs> and I kind of lost it for a second. You know, yesterday and, I, and she might be tuned in to the show, and and we had a great end to our conversation. But I asked, you know, she said, "I've done this. I've done that." I I said, how long long you been working on it? And uh, she said, five months. Girl, I almost ran over the road. (laughs) You don't make me say the first word on Sunday. (laughs) You know, I was like, five months. I was hot because I was like, Do you know how long I've been out here? You talking five months but right. you know, we had a great conversation afterwards and uh yes, if you've got to get that in the game. You have to get serious about it. And and another thing that I like to say, you've gotta be willing to spend money in that. Yeah you have Get to. registered. Get registered. That's why I keep talking about the Winter Summit. The conference is for you. I have people to say, you know, and, and we are doing very well. It's going to be sold out. And I know a lot of people are going to be sad that they missed it. You know, those who are sitting around waiting, checking, well, I'm going to check here. I'm going to check and see. i me going to check and see. What are you checking to see? You need to be there. You need to make that commitment because this mm-hmm. is going to help you for your business. It's not, it's not that you're going to use the money to buy something else, it's nothing more important than you enhancing your business. You know? Absolutely. Because if you don't have your business, if you don't have the money for that, if your business is not generating, then you're not living. <laughs> you're not able to eat.
3: So. And you know what? That brings me to another point to say mm-hmm. that you know, of course, you know, we're all conserving, and there are so many events that are being thrown at us that we, we're looking at them cautiously to say, okay, what am I going to get from this event versus Mm -hmm. this event, and I truly stick by your event to say that women are going to be empowered and restored and get the information that they need in order to grow their businesses the right way. But to Mm -hmm. that end, how about um, not just women but business owners in general where we have our product or service and we're looking for the other person to give us something. We want something mm-hmm. for nothing, in other words. So mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you want me to buy it, give it to me. But then if I come mm-hmm. to you and ask you for yours, you don't want to give me yours, you're looking to make right. a profit. So right. where's right. the balance there? Um, I, right. I posted something else. Uh, well, my assistant posted something last week that I thought was really good, and it says if you want something, you have to be something. Therefore, That's if you're right. looking for customers, why don't you go out and be a customer? You know, allow That's that right. whole reaping reward system to actually innate, you know, to say, okay, well, if I want more customers, then let me go out and let me be a customer to someone else. How can I patronize right. your business today? If you're looking right. for employees, how about you go and volunteer yourself to say, how can I be of service to you today? Whatever it is that you're missing in your business, how about you be that for someone else?
1: Right, And that's are you start so right. to
3: really see You know that we're all In this together And mm-hmm. I, I kind of find you know The teachers well it's kind of being frowned Upon now but they would all Always say well I have mine you have To get yours well This magazine I mean Yeah I'm making a profit your event Yeah you're making a profit but the Bigger picture is we want Our women to succeed in Business we don't want you know the listeners or the readers to just be another fly by night company where you start today right. and you're gone out of business tomorrow. There are so right. many women that are doing it right. I talked to a woman last week who has sixteen, fourteen billion dollars, billion dollars in her pipeline. Mm. Okay, I well, you told how me about how do we her get to that at at point? How do we get to that point? There is some information that she has that the next person doesn't have where I can bridge the gap to let you know how she go about it. I talked to another woman last week who had $5 million as a line of credit, $1 million as a line of credit. Wow. I mean, Deborah, there are so many resources and so many things that – we could be doing better if we knew exactly how to go about doing it. And if we stopped getting in our own way and mm-hmm. just face the fears that we have to conquer, whatever it is, whether it's a low self-esteem, the insecurity, if you're not passionate about your business, you just need to flush it out some more until it clicks because you can't sell it until you understand it. And then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just, just keep talking about it. You know, I, I admire those people that I see, you know, on the street or I'm in the store, and they're giving you cards, passing out cards, flyers, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? That's how we ought to be every day in our business. Every, every day. Every single day. Yes. Every, you yes. shouldn't look at the next person and say, oh, I wish I could do that. No, you can. Where are your business cards? Yes. Let's do it. Yes, With yes. The, I love the, it. I love it. We're to take a quick, short
1: break. Of, Yes, Cole, that's all. We're going to take a quick short break. we got to do this. Come right back. Um, we've got nine minutes left in the show, and uh, we got a question in the chat room. We want to know how, you know, you, you're talking about the perfect stories in the, in, in the interview. How were you able to land the interview with none other than Ms. Kamora Lee Simmons. We definitely want to know that as well. And I know she has a, a new name as well, so not certain of that name. But anyway, we're going to take a short break. Hold that thought that you were saying. Finish that, and we'll be right back after this uh, commercial break.
0: Are you an entrepreneur who is always running out of time? Do you wish you had more hours in a day? My name is Rita Cartwright, and I'm a virtual assistant and owner of RJ's Word Processing Services. Start using your time wisely by outsourcing your administrative tasks to me, your virtual assistant. For more information, contact me today, toll free at 866 6513073 or visit my website at rjswordprocessing.com.
4: Are you seeking stronger partnerships to leverage your strengths? Need to develop more winning strategies of success? Ready to increase your knowledge in the areas of investing, marketing, health and wellness, and the Green Initiative? Then join us for the second annual Winter Summit Conference and Expo, March 18th, 19th, 2011. Meet hundreds of professional women from all over the world. We provide savvy advice, practical application for winning women. Reserve your space today at www.winnersummit.com or call 1-800-917-9435, extension 805.
2: We are back here on the Wealthy Sisters. Yes, the Winter Summit. We're excited. is March 17th through the 19th, 2011, at the. For
1: the conference, so go to www.thewinner'ssummit, that's www.thewinner, like champion, and get registered today, you don't want to miss it, don't want to miss it, and like we said, we're proud to say that Sheepreneur Magazine is one of our media sponsors, woo! I should have my applause going there, but (laughs) but uh, we've got about six minutes left in the show. Tell us how were you able to land that awesome interview uh, with Miss Kamora Lee.
3: Well, it wasn't easy, but it kind of goes back to the beginning of our conversation where we talk about that persistence. Um, And initially, when I contacted the office, we were babies, I mean, like brand, brand new. And I was a little intimidated at first, not knowing what to say, not knowing who to contact, but just setting a goal that we were going to get to the top somehow. And they actually, um, her office They declined our request to interview her the first time and the second time and the third time and the fourth time. We were able to gain access through um, a contact, and that's why it's so important to build relationships that, um, that are wealthy. Because mm-hmm. again, we cannot do it by ourselves. And so that person knew the VP that handled um the fashion line and they kinda whispered into the person's ear who kept telling us no and then there you have it. So mm-hmm. persistence. Mm-hmm. Persistence mm-hmm. was how Pers- we wind up um how we wind up doing uh the story on Kamora. But you cannot give up. People are gonna say no. I was listening to right. um who was it? Uh, uh Jack Canfield. He's the author of um Chicken Needle Soup all those books that he wrote. And there were 150 um companies that turned him down yes. before he got yes. And they got a 6 million no, 12 million dollar deal. Um and, yes. and his co-author, they split it 50-50. 6 million dollars off your first book. You can't stop. You can't stop. Yeah. So, that was it was It wasn't it, it wasn't you know, there's not anything magic to anything that happens. So, you know, mm-hmm. in, in, opposed to knowing how you do you do something and getting an interview with Kimberly um, Simmons or whoever it is, you just have to be focused. There is no magic remedy. You just have to beat the ground, beat the pavement, beat the phones to get the end result, and you don't stop until you get it.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Keep going. Don't give up.
3: Now you were saying
1: something too before we we went to the commercial break. Do you remember that thought you were that point you were making?
3: Sure don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were supposed to write it down, right? <laughs> I sure don't. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Well, tell us how can our listeners subscribe to your magazine?
3: Of course they can go to ShePreneur.com, she, just like woman, S-H-E, Preneur, as in ShePreneur, uh, P-R-E-N-E-U-R.com, ShePreneur.com. They can click on the little um, banner, and it will take them straight to the shopping cart. If they want to try before they buy, they can just put in a promo code trial, and they will have, uh, I believe it's five days free to prowl through um, all of the archive issues, the current issues, for five days, and if they like what they see, they can subscribe. If not, they can unsubscribe. But we do have a uh, guaranteed money-back satisfaction, and we're also offering uh, free business listings for anyone that has a business that purchased um, the magazine, where we will list their uh, business for free uh, for one year in the directory, um, print and also online. So that's a huge value.
1: Wow, that is awesome. So give us that website again.
3: www.sheepreneur.com. Okay,
1: with two minutes left in the show, give us one tip that you can think of right now that um, women can do today to positively affect their bottom line, or in other words, their profits.
3: One, just one? Okay. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll, we'll give us two. <laughs> we got two
1: minutes, so give us one. Okay. But you okay, can't take the full two minutes. <laughs>
3: the, biggest, the biggest thing that um, women can do to um, see a profit in their businesses instantly is just to take action. That thing mm. that they've been putting off for the longest time, if they remove it from the bottom of the list to the top of the list and just do it, even if they don't get the end result, just the sense of trying to accomplish it, it will boost their self-esteem. And then the other thing is just to tell people about their business, to um, be energized about it, to be passionate about it. Um, you can't just stop to say, well, I'm in business and you're the only person that knows about it. You know, when I used to work from home and I used to pretend that I had, uh, you know, those um, on and open and closed lights that we see like in the retail stores, I used to yeah. pretend that I, I had um, a light and I would flick it on you know, and say, okay, I'm open for business, you know, who's going to come in? And I would pick up the phone and I would call and I would do all types of things. I mean, we have to be aggressive. That's the other thing. Be aggressive in your prospecting. The postcards, um, the direct mail, the sending out the letters, the emails, that's all passive. Put that aside to your after hours or way before hours. And when you're working, when you're on the clock, when other people are by their phone, you have to do things that are going account and count today. Your uh, gas and electric company does not care if someone brought from you today or they're going to be buying in 30 days. You have to really work on people that are going to be ready and able to buy from you right now and focus and narrow down your ideal customer. Well, you have heard it
1: from none other than Ms. Christy Johnson with shepreneur Magazine. You can go to shepreneur.com. She's also on Facebook. Thank you so much. We're running out of time here for being on our show today. This has been another awesome show. Thank you again to all of our listening audience and everybody in the chat room as well. You can go back and listen to it. Mark us as your favorite. And check out our other archives as well. Stay tuned. Next week, we'll be right back at the same time with another awesome guest. We have none other than the dynamic Miss Gail Gibson. She's with my lovable legs. This woman has a powerful story. She was uh, $750,000 earner and, and, and lost it all and now has a tremendous business. So we will see everyone next week, same time.
2: Thank you.
0: This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters brought to you by theprofessionalblackwoman.com, where success is inevitable. Join Deborah Hartnett, our host, next week as she interviews another powerful, positive, progressive, wealthy sister and us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com.
1: See you next time.